tuning in. This is Selena and Iman. Together we make you plus happy. Each week we bring you someone who challenges us to define success and happiness on our own terms with a dose of laughter. Remember to like and subscribe at You Plus Happy Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at You Plus Happy. Hey, Selena. Hey, give me one second. I have a surprise. Okay, should I be scared? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about to do <laughs> what's happening yeah wear this for you okay <laughs> wear it on my behalf yes. <laughs> so selena and i usually spend our birthdays together well oh yeah i think we've spent almost every birthday together well, until you left me last, yes. except for last year i think that was the first one we missed and that was because okay. of roro no last year i was here Remember I came in? I know, and I couldn't see you because of Roro. Oh, yeah. Because we, yeah. one of us would have traveled for at least one of the birthdays. Mm -hmm. um, but we could, we can't because um, yeah, Australia won't let me in, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hating. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything fun? Plan? Um, so I'm going to dinner tonight with some friends dinner and music and then um there's like a speakeasy restaurant bar that we're going to after so Ooh. it should be fun you know i love live music so i'm looking forward to that yes um, i know you're gonna have fun yeah i wish you were here to celebrate with me but me too. you'll be there in spirit <laughs> me too that's okay i'm doing dry february Oh, I'm five okay. days in. I don't know how long I can go. But um, so I wouldn't have been able to drink. Tonight will not be dry. Girl, I don't know how long I'm gonna make it. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> you can do it. I have faith in you. Um, that's what's up though. Do you have anything else to share before we get into who the guest is? Um, no, not really. What about you? Anything fun happen this week? No, this week is about you. Oh. But it has nothing to do with my birthday, but <laughs> I had a moment of, um, I guess, growth on my part. So from that I'm a year older now, but um, <laughs> so last week we were talking about, um, I forgot how we worded it, but like if something goes wrong in the situation, rather than throwing that whole situation away, mm -hmm. like addressing the specific things that are wrong with it. So I actually put that into practice this week because I was very tempted to just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, dealing with this. Um, and I was like, wait, Iman, like what's really bothering you? I was like, okay, it's really these two things. Um, so I took, I won't share what it is, but I took some time to really just focus on those two things rather than just being like, I'm done with this, which is usually my default. So I was proud of myself. I know that is your default. Um, <laughs> What's up? This isn't working. My... <laughs> That's so good. 
I'm proud of you. See you growing. You a year Ooh, older. Growing. Look at yourself. <laughs> Just all growing up. <laughs> all growing up. <laughs> um, I genuinely didn't think of anything to talk about this week because I was thinking about your birthday. <laughs> so, um, uh, yes. Um, yeah. I can come to Australia if I quarantine for 14 days. I heard that on the radio. So. Well, how long would you stay? Wait, really? Yeah, that's well, they let us read or do it. So I feel like why can't I do no, it? Well, I mean, <laughs> we need y'all got to listen to the podcast so I could be famous so I can go to Australia <laughs> and see my friend. <laughs> you hear that, listeners? <laughs> You're like, they let the president do it. So I should be able to. Well, hello. Read or is not the president. Okay. I know. But they're <laughs> like, but. Like, but Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I really don't have anything for this week, y'all. I did say some things in the episode, so hopefully you get a lot out of it. We're back to guests, so mm-hmm. enjoy. Speaking yeah. of guests. So this week, we have Simona Constantini on, and we're very excited to have a chat with her. Um, Simona is an intuitive life coach and host of Happiness Happens podcast. Simona guides busy entrepreneurs to heal by reframing their disempowering thoughts and realigning in their desires to meet their overall purpose so they can have a life and business they're excited to wake up to. She helps them step into their magic by guiding them to find their confidence and master their mindset so that they can get out of their own way, see results, and live a bold, beautiful life on their own terms. Simona blends spirituality, energy, and meditation into her practice to help her clients tune in with themselves so they can serve on a higher level. She believes that having a deep connection to yourself is the most important relationship. So we talked a little bit about that on the podcast. Um, She's on a mission to enlighten people to reach their highest point through increased self-awareness, gratitude, and helping them change the story they tell themselves so they can live life on a purpose life of purpose that is aligned to them and without further ado we welcome Simona hello oh wait Simona. <laughs> oh my god hello thank you Hi. so much I'm Tommy so Vaughn which oh wait hold on which one I wasn't looking at the screen properly <laughs> so I'm Iman oh, okay amazing and I'm Selena hi Selena happy to meet you thank you I'm so excited to chat with you thank you so much for the invite to come on to your show I'm really excited thank you for being here of course absolutely all right so we'll hop right in um so our first question is just how did you get started with life coaching and your journey into being a life coach and starting your own podcast? That's such a good question. I started as a podcaster and then it transitioned into life coaching and my business. So I can give you the backstory. Um, and I always tend to share different parts of the story depending on like the, what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. essentially it, it was... 2018 and I woke up one day in the summer and I was so 
miserable. Like I hated everything about it myself, I, about myself. I hated my, like the way that I looked. I hated my body. I hated the way I acted. I hated that I was gossipy. I hated that I talked badly about people, like everything, every single thing. Uh. And so I was constantly complaining to my fiance. And he finally looked at me one day and he's like, if you are so upset and so miserable, he's like, why don't you just change it? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what did you just say? And he was like, you know, change it. Like you don't have to stay stuck. So then it became this like whole long journey of uh, personal development. I went to therapy. I started, I saw a therapist for almost a year and she was amazing. Helped me through so many different things. And what I learned the most throughout being like in that time with her, I kept thinking to myself, like, there has to be somebody else in the world that feels the same way that I do. There must be somebody else who feels so stuck and who feels so miserable. And I was like, I need to find a way to help people feel less alone. So then I started my podcast uh, January, 2019. So it's been two years. And I started my podcast like with the intention of simply just helping one person. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to help one person feel differently, show up differently, think differently, regardless of, you know, what, what may have happened, their circumstances from before, because, you know, we all have different experiences that bring us to where we are, but we also all have a choice. Um, sometimes the choice is easier for other people, like for some people than others, but ultimately everything in your life comes down to a choice, right? So then from there, I was podcasting for a little bit, and then I started interviewing different people, and I started being introduced to like the world of coaching. And I was like, oh, I was like, what, what is this? I was like, this is really cool. So then I started um, dabbling into life coaching to begin with. And then I actually shifted into business coaching for a bit. And then I was like, no, we're going to go back to life coaching. So I went back to life coaching. Um, and I do life coaching specifically for service-based entrepreneurs. So, you know, people who are, yeah, service-based entrepreneurs, mostly online, especially right now in this pandemic. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I've gotten to where where I am right now. Um, I have a lot of follow-up questions, but I'm not okay. <laughs> Me too, me too. <laughs> um, the one is, so you became a, overall, it's like a life coach, right? So was there any like certification you needed? Did you need to like, was there any, um, you know, schooling or anything that went along with it? Totally. So there are, there are so many certifications that you can do and so many different things to get your credentials up. Um, I didn't, I didn't do any type of certification or anything like that. Um, at the time, like when I first started, I did different coaching programs. So I joined a couple of different group coaching programs, worked with a coach one-on-one -on -one and kind of to try and understand the industry and how it worked. Um, and then I, did find a coaching program, a life coaching program. It's like a go at your own pace, like a self enrollment type of thing. So I'm still working through it. It's been two years. Mm -hmm. um, it's just so low on the priority list because the way that you sort of like coach and help people is through your lived experiences. But it's so much more than that, right? Because you need to know how to like hold space for people and how to be able to guide people to go deeper within. Because as a coach, like you're not sitting there telling other people how to fix whatever it is that's coming up for them. You're guiding them to be able to go deeper and access that place of self-compassion and empathy and self-love. So, yeah. 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 Um, and with your therapist, real, I mean, real quick, the therapist, did you, the first therapist you went to, was that the one that you stuck with for a year? 
Yeah. Okay. You got lucky. Yeah, you, you did get lucky. You a lot of stories <laughs> about finding love. Go through multiple. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was um, one of one of my clients earlier in 2020. Um, he came to me and he was like, I'm in therapy and it's just not working. Like he's like, I, I just like, they, they just don't understand. And I was like, interesting. But when I was searching for my therapist, I was searching for her online because I didn't even know where to begin. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to even begin with. And um, I started looking for like life coach. So I was searching for a life coach because I, I wanted to find what my purpose was. You know what I mean? And so I was searching for a life coach. So she ended up being more of like um like a creative therapist. And she was just really relatable. And as soon as I... I met her. I was like, okay. I was like, this, this really, really works. And then, you know, we dove into different areas together. Um, she was awesome. She was so, so, so awesome. And I know how rare that is. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. true. I always like to remind the listeners, like, if you want to get therapy, like I, my experience, the first one wasn't, um, it wasn't a good fit. And so it was nice to that people who told me about therapy, they told me that mm -hmm. that may be part of your experience where you have yeah. to try different ones so that's something I always want to remind people you you, you got lucky <laughs> like, yeah and hopefully try, everyone yeah. gets lucky but my point is like don't give up if you don't get your fit on the first go round so yeah. I think that's I totally an important agree. note it's so yeah. important to know because it's like you know it's like with with anything like anything that maybe isn't perfect or isn't the right fit or is a no instead of the yes that you were maybe hoping for everything is always a redirection to where you're sort of meant to be guided to go next right um and where you're what you're sort of meant to tap into next and so when you can start looking at like things not going your way with a different perspective that it's meant kind of meant to happen that way it always makes sense when you look backwards right everything always makes sense as to yeah. why it happens that way when you look back we mm -hmm. never understand it in the moment though it's so hard yeah you brought up a really interesting point um where you were saying how you woke up and you were just not happy um and your fiance i don't know if he's husband now but fiance at the time was um just like just fix it and it seems like such an easy response and such an easy like oh why didn't i think about that but the actual doing of that is a bit more difficult. So how did you just start to shift that thinking and kind of go in a different direction? So it's, yeah, that is such a good point. And I was so annoyed with him for saying that because I was like, you don't understand all of the things now that I have to do and dive into. Um, but I think though, like, one thing that I always think about is that people are mirrors for us, right? So you look at somebody else and you see something that maybe annoys you in, about them or whatever. Oftentimes it's something that like annoys you about something that maybe you do, maybe not the exact same thing, but similar. And so him calling me out was more so like kind of like the wake up call that I needed to know that like you can't go on living your life like this and like making people walk on eggshells around you. You know what I mean? Like I was a very, very different person then. And what the hardest thing about it was though, is I've always had um, a very bubbly personality. I've always been someone who's very approachable on the outside. I've always looked like I have everything put together, super happy, all this different stuff. So it's really frustrating to be like one way on the outside and like not matching mm -hmm. that on the inside and not, yeah. not having people understand like how you feel on the inside and like also not being able to explain it because people don't understand, 
You know what I mean? People talk about, not so much anymore, it's gotten a lot better, but people used to talk a lot about therapy and be like, oh, like I just, yeah, I went to the therapist. And you're like, no, like I went, like you have to own it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm sort of not really answering your question fully, but essentially the steps that I took to get there, the first one was that wake up call. And then the second one was like the realization that something had to change, even though I didn't know what it was that had to change, something had to change. So then I started like listening I I wasn't very spiritual then as much as I am now. And I started listening to like the little different like nudges of things that would sort of pop up. I'd be like, okay, like I feel like searching for a life coach. So let me just go online and like, see what happens. So you have to take some kind of action towards no matter how big or how small the step is going in the direction of any kind of change. When you know you want to make a change, I think is the first best best step but before that even like you need to just realize that something has to change because that's the biggest part that people get stuck in is they don't have that realization yet and you know a lot of the times we don't want to admit that we're the ones that caused the problem you know what I mean we don't want to admit the ones that our attitude like was not good Mm -hmm. towards ourselves or that we're not very nice to other people like Mm -hmm. no one wants to admit that about themselves (laughs) so it was really like admitting that to myself and being really honest with myself and then kind of being able to to start to shift it from there essentially yeah Mm -hmm. oh wow it's great advice yeah i'm really glad did you have a any other follow-up questions you mind no okay (laughs) um so this is like shifting a little, well, not really, but in our society, we talk about success so much, but we never talk about the failures on the road to success. So when do you feel like you've, you started this journey in like, what did you say, like 2018? And yeah. so from then to now, like what, what have been your roadblocks with like your hurdles? Mm, oh my gosh. Um, my biggest hurdle that still, even now, I just know how to navigate it a little bit differently, keeps me, holds me back is my belief in myself. That is the biggest number one roadblock that I've always had that and my, how easily I like, I'm really impressionable. So I compare myself to other people a lot. Um, It's really interesting too, when you have something like social media with all of these people, like, okay, if you're in the coaching space, for example, all of these people are constantly posting about how they make five to $10,000 a month. The easiest way that you can make 5k, how to get to your first 10k. You know, this is how you should do client uh, content. This is how you should write. This is how you should show up all these shoulds. And so for me, it's like really been about like having to put the blinders on and like just mm-hmm. being able to extend so much gratitude and love for all of the people who are putting their stuff out there because everyone at the end of the day is just trying to build their business and live their purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But it's at the flip, like on the flip side of that is kind of like, you know, I, I don't always have to get sucked into all of that, which I was letting myself for so long. And then, you know, doing a couple things and being like, no, I can't actually do this. Like, I, I don't, why me? Why? No, you know, and then going backwards and then, you know, taking a couple steps forwards and then 
going backwards again. And then working with, um, I worked with a bunch of different coaches and because I'm, I'm so, I was so much of a people pleaser because I just wanted to make other people happy and proud and whatever I would adapt to what they thought I should do with my business to what they thought I should be in this world or how I, how I should show up and all this stuff. So I really had to like quiet the noise and really tune in to like, what is it that I want? Like, what, what am I here doing? What is, why am I doing all of this for? If to be, you know, upset every single day and confused and not being able to like move forward on the path, you know, uh, but I think, you know, the idea of success that you were talking about, I think success is so relative, like who, your idea of success is different than mine, is different than whoever's listening. You know what I mean? And so to say that, a business owner wants to make 5k a month that's kind of like you're assuming something about somebody else that might not necessarily be true and then you make them feel bad for only wanting to make 2k a month you know what I mean Uh like yeah yeah. so I don't know if that answers the question but (laughs) no it does okay um real quick is part of uh, this just hit me is part of people pleasing like wanting is that a part of validation for you you specifically Mm -hmm. what you said was like you were like when you got into this new field, it's almost like we, whenever we do something new, we want validation even more than usual, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And so if you're doing this new with the life coaching, you want the validation that you're insider, right? With the other life life culture, coaches, is that part of like the people pleasing thing? Yeah, it's, it, it is. And it's kind of like, you know, I think that we want validation from all the people that are around us. Like I know for me, I just wanted validation from my family. I just wanted validation from my loved ones that, you know, instead of being met with like, well, why would you do this? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like why, you know what I mean? And so for me being a people pleaser, yes, it's like, it's part the validation piece, but then it also stems from like all these times when I was, younger that I did something wrong you know what I mean and got in trouble and made someone feel bad and Mm -hmm. all of those different things so being a people pleaser comes from I think in my opinion so many different ways it comes from your past it comes from the stories that you constantly tell yourself the stories that you let other people tell you about who you are and how how you are and all the like how you should be based off of the circumstances you had growing up um And then it is like that validation piece because we all want to feel accepted, right? We all want to feel understood. We all want to feel like we're uh, part of something bigger and that we're really making an impact in some shape or form, whether you're doing it online or offline, right? We, we, we like to feel accepted by the people who are around us. So I would say, yeah. And I know, um, so that's one thing that I struggle with too, is the people pleasing Mm. side of it. And I know in your podcast, you mentioned that you're a recovering people pleaser. Yes. Uh, (laughs) A recovered. um, No recovering. (laughs) Recovering. Okay. So it's still in the process. (laughs) Um, And just kind of like what, what steps have you taken or how are you kind of going along that journey? Because I know there's a lot of people that are in that boat where it's like, they're so used to, for whatever reason, um, doing whatever is going to make other people happy and not really taking that time to reflect on, wait, how does this really make me feel? So like, what is kind of your, what are the steps that have helped you so far? I love that question. Um, 
It's a really, really good question. And I say like still recovering now because mm-hmm. I, I find my, so I, I run two businesses. I have a coaching business, but then I also have a podcast production business. So in the podcast production business, it's so responsive. You know what I mean? Like if you want the client, you have to answer, you know what I mean? And so it's about how do you create boundaries around your time and your space in your life? Um, and you know, what actions are you taking? Like you're saying, like, what are the specific steps is more so if I think back to like the whole journey, I had to first understand where that idea of like people pleasing came from. Why was it so important for me to please that person in specific? What did it mean if, and like, honestly, you guys can like journal out on these questions for everybody who's listening. Like, what does it mean to have that person's like acceptance of me? What does it mean to have that person validating me, right? And so, you know, why is it that I feel like I need to please that person in that moment? And then what's the repercussion if I don't, you know? And then I also think about on like the flip side of that, it's like being able to pause before you react. So we live in like a society that is so reactive. Like someone texts Mm -hmm. you on your phone and you're expected to reply. And it's like- maybe you're not available, like, or someone calls you and you're in the middle of doing something else. And it's like, why didn't you answer my call? And it's like, because I was busy, like (laughs) for every other reason. (laughs) And so (laughs) one thing that I had to put into practice, like really, really fast, I put into practice that if someone was asking something of me, I would open the message, I'll read it, but I don't respond until I take a step back and think about how is this going to impact my day? Do I have the time to do this? If I don't have the time to do it today, how can I properly plan my time or like give them a response that might be um, more like helpful and still supportive, but while still being like mindful of like the own boundary that I need to create in my life? Because at the same time, like, you know, it, when you have this trait of being a people pleaser, it your whole life gets so muddled with all of these different things because you say yes to things you don't want to say yes to. Mm -hmm. But also as I'm talking, it makes me like just go even deeper. Like I feel like it also maybe like, let me know what you guys think about this too. But I think it comes from this like thing of like a, a fear of judgment almost. So like, let's even take an example of before this pandemic started and we could go out places. Um, I don't know what it's like where you guys are. I think Australia is fine, right? <laughs> yeah, we're starting okay. to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay, enjoy. Um, <laughs> but over here, we're like, it just, we've been in lockdown this whole time. And so anyways, but before um, when you could go out and like someone would text you and be like, do you want to go out tonight? And it's like, no, I don't. You know what I mean? But to say no, you're kind of like, okay, well, this person's going to think that I'm lame or they're not, they're not going to think I'm fun or they're going to think that I don't want to hang out with. So, and you're like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll sacrifice my own mental well-being in the night that I was going to take to like, you know, relax and just enjoy my night after a long week. And I'll just go out and then you're resentful. You know what I mean? But then you're resentful to the person and then you're resentful to yourself because you didn't stick to your boundary. Right. So, um, in terms of like specific, like actionable things that you could implement, I would really like think about where the idea of like needing to people please is coming from, but then also um, every time you're going to go and respond, just open the message and then just pause. Like you don't need to reply right away. 
something that I'm still constantly practicing all the time because sometimes you're just in like the, the mindset of like, okay, go, go, go. And like, just get things done. And like, yep, I'm going to answer. And it's like, you're like, wait, what did I commit to? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> yeah, That's such great advice. And I think just going off of um, the example that you gave where you might not want to go out. Um, there's a pod, another podcast that I listened to. And they said that if you say no, you don't have to give it um, explanation either. Whereas I think as a people pleaser, you want to say no. And then it's like all the reasons why, but so true. setting those boundaries and just saying, I just don't feel like it, which is it's, very hard to do. It's <laughs> but, so hard. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard to do. And I even think about like when I used to work in corporate, so I just like, I, I was working in corporate beforehand and I just went full-time in my business this January. And all of the times where I would like answer a text message or like if someone needed something from me constantly like yes 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 no problem and you know even like if you need a day off it's like oh yeah I need a day off to go to the doctors like you don't have to give the example like the reason nobody needs mm -hmm. to know it's your business right and so we're I think we're just like so used to sharing everything and putting everything like on the stand all the time that it's like mm -hmm. hard to not now I don't know mm -hmm. yeah yeah, when you guys both um did I cut you off you want? no go ahead when the both when you guys brought up people pleasing I was like huh I don't have that problem but then when you started describing it I was like oh my god I do have that <laughs> and I was like, but I was like um mine would be more and this is um for the listeners too mine is fear of rejection like so mm. um if they if i tell someone no i'm scared that they won't ask me out again or they won't mm -hmm. want to talk to me anymore because i don't do the things they want me to do mm -hmm. and so i always mm -hmm. say yes even when i don't feel like it unless there's something that's going to be really expensive that i don't want to do i'm like no I'm no <laughs> and i and I, i'll do it even if i don't want to but i own but sometimes I do want to chill. It's rare, but sometimes I do want to chill out and mm -hmm. I never, ever say no, because I'm scared that they, even people I've known for years, but I'm scared that they'll be like, well, I'm not going to ask Selena out again. Cause she said no last time, or just that I'm going to get punished in some way by the people exactly. that I want in my life. And that's a, and I never thought about that until you were talking. So it's been really, um, that was my takeaway from it. And I say that too, for the, for any listeners who they made people please, but they, the uh, punishment or the consequence would be something different. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. yeah, it's just something to think about how it would affect you if you say no. But I haven't practiced saying no yet. So <laughs> <laughs> that will be our, our goal for for this the rest of the month. Say no. I'm not going to do that. I'm saying no to you now. So I'm <laughs> 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 starting now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I love that. I love that. All right, so we'll switch gears a little bit. Um, I feel like I've I've taken some notes though on steps, actionable steps in terms of people pleasing. Um, but I guess up until this point, what has been kind of your biggest motivation or inspiration to keep you going on this track? Okay. There's. Okay, you're gonna think. <laughs> I'm like. Mm. How do I say this? Um, okay, my biggest motivation is getting to the end of my life and looking back and being like, wow, I really didn't take that step because I was scared to do it. Like really? Mm. And I've kind of like, that's my biggest, that's my biggest motivator. My mm. second biggest motivator is 
I really truly believe that I'm put here to help other people significantly in whatever capacity that unfolds and however it sort of manifests in my life, I'm open to everything. But I really, really believe that. And what I've noticed is the more that I grow, the more that I continue on, the more that I take a next step. And I've even noticed this like with my clients, current and past clients who will come back and be like, I tried to go backwards and it wasn't possible. You know what I mean? It's like, once you start going so far ahead, um, you can't go back to the place that you were before. It's impossible. Like I've tried to go back and it's just like, even, okay. So I'll give you an example. Um, uh, so I, okay. I'll just put myself on blast on here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> so I was saying at the beginning of the podcast that I used to be a really gossipy person. Right. And so I was a gossipy person because I would get triggered by people who, um, when I didn't feel like they liked me. Okay. And so something happened this week where it was, it was so, it was just such a silly thing that happened. It was like so small, but it triggered me completely. And mm-hmm. so I ended up telling a friend and I said something that was gossipy. And I was like, Oh my God. I was yeah. like, I was like, okay. So I immediately like messaged. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm so sorry for saying that. I really did not mean to say that. That is not the kind of like person I want to be, the energy that I want. Like, I don't want any of that. So like, I'm really sorry. And like, I take it back. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's, I think it's like being able to catch yourself. That's how you grow. You know what I mean? Like catch yourself in what you're, what you're, if you really want to change your life, like you have to hold yourself accountable. Right. Mm-hmm. But to go back to your original question, I was just thinking about like, you know, every time that I've made a step forward, every time I've done something different, every time that I've tried, you know, something new, it's nearly impossible to ever go back to the way that it was before, because you've grown too much now, you know, too much now, you know what I mean? Like you've progressed too much. And so how do you go backwards when you've done that? But then also, you know, I've tried to like, take myself out of the way that society should be okay and I've kind of like how do I explain this like I kind of like rejected the idea that in order to be successful in life you need to like work a job that you hate spend time doing what you hate and all this different stuff it's taken me a really long time to get to that point to be able to accept that um but I literally think all the time like you can literally die today Mm-hmm. So why would you ever waste time on things that are not soul fulfilling to you or mm-hmm. something that you really want to do? But I think we take for granted that, you know, tomorrow will come. I truly, truly believe that. And when you take that for granted, you're giving yourself like almost like an excuse to stay, to, t- to stay stuck. Because if you knew that tomorrow was going to come and tomorrow was the last day that you were here, I bet you would like totally live your life differently. Mm -hmm, You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I've tried to like live my life that way that, you know, if, if I need to get another job one day, it better be something that I love doing because I don't want to go and spend my time somewhere else. Um, if I don't know, like if it's not going to bring me joy Yeah. because at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. life is just too short. It Mm -hmm. really, really, really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. Not to get all morbid on you or anything. <laughs> Very no, morbid. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it's this a, is how my brain works. Like I literally yeah. think about, 
you know, like, and I've heard this a couple of times before, a long time ago, when I first started my self-development personal journey, whatever, I was listening to a bunch of podcasts and I was, um, I was, listening to this guy and he was like he was saying the exact same thing like oh you know like do you really want to get to the end of your life and like you know be um like regretting all the things that you didn't do and at the time I didn't get it I was like okay that's so dramatic like but now I get it I'm like no every day is an opportunity to actually and literally create a new reality for yourself and so you just have to choose it you just have to want it yeah yeah and I think that's such a great perspective because it puts some like urgency behind it whereas I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we feel like we have all the time in the world it's like oh I'll do that next week or I'll do that next month whereas Mm -hmm. if you're like there may not be a next week there's more urgency to get up and be like nope I'm doing this today and moves you along I'm a expert procrastinator so (laughs) I know all about You know what? I am too. So it's okay. (laughs) I'm a procrastinator also in terms of like, you know, like I have to put the tasks on a piece of paper and like check them off. You know what I mean? Like I have to, have to, have to. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's not going to get done until next year. At all. I even write down like, do my face mask tonight. I won't, I can't do things that I don't know. It's gotten bad. Like my brain's I didn't know it was that far, Celine. It's gone really far. Um, But what I was going to say to that too, I have a reminder in my phone that goes off like once a week and it's, um, where do you want to be in 40 years? And I know that sounds dramatic, but Mm. I'm like, my life expectancy is 50 more years actually. But at least at four, I'm, like you said, I don't know, like I, it could be tomorrow, I'm not going to but just say I do live that 40, 50 more years. And I want to, because I looked at, I looked back at my life now and, and the, the X amount of years I've lived. And I'm like, I wasted <laughs> so much time and I'm not where I would want to be. And it's not like, it's like they, you have your five-year plan and your 10-year plan, but that stuff is really important and to help you take those little steps. And that's what motivates me today. Yeah listen, I'm not perfect. I still mess up. I still procrastinate all that. I'm human, but I'm better than I used to be before I yeah. thought about my life in that way. And I think you have to find whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. If you, if that's, if that's what you want out of life, if you don't find, like you said earlier, exactly. don't push mm-hmm. people into wanting things for themselves. They yeah. want what they want. And so this is not anything to push any listener to say, you should want this and you should have your life planned out for 40 years. But if you do feel like that, because I used to feel this sense of like, I didn't know what to do with my life and it, un, unfulfilled and like a hole, mm-hmm. that hole, it, it was like a inside a void inside of me. And now that I think about my life, um, I know I want to be a, in a certain position at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Then it makes me think, what are, what are the necessary small steps along the way? And, and no matter how small they are, there's still steps along the way. And you have that vision and you just keep remembering it. But I think it's, um, I think it's so important to, for me, and I hope it helps someone else to just think about it in that way. Like, what can I do today to be where I want to be in X amount of years? Um, uh-huh. And that's what helps. That's what like kind of pushes the, I don't know, the, like, the urgency or pushes me. Um, but that's been really helpful too. I like, and I hope that's along with what you're saying. 2000 percent and you know I was even thinking as you're saying that like and you'll probably maybe you'll relate to this because we're you know you're a podcaster I also have a podcast um you know if you think about like even where do you how do you want your podcast to grow for example let's say you want to have 500,000 downloads okay maybe maybe if you're just starting out like even like years from now like maybe that's not like you know what will actually happen but the fact that you've put the goal out there and you've said that that's what you want, it, regardless if it takes 
two years or 10 years, you'll always work and show up for your podcast because that's your goal. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll always hold yourself accountable to that thing because that's where you want to go and that's where you want to be. Um, and like you, like you, like you're saying, like, we don't know the timeline, like you can plan it, but you know, also being open to it, not going the way that we plan, but, but always having like that driving idea and like the reason why otherwise, honestly, you just spin, you know, not you specifically, I say you, and I like, just mean like everybody, um, (laughs) but like you just constantly go in like circles, right? Like, it, like we're saying, like writing things down and like checking things off when you've completed them. If you're not doing that, then it's like, I'll just do it tomorrow. And it's like, but you're not going to do it tomorrow. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and just to sum up that, what, and I wanted to bring up to anybody listening and to you, like, and that was also, so I wouldn't have as many, I won't have, hopefully I won't have as many regrets in four years as I did mm. after <laughs> this amount of years. <laughs> I wasted so much time doing X, Y, Z with, and like, what can I do differently now? Because all the choices I made got me to where I am here now. And I didn't, I didn't like that space. So what, what are the things I can do every single day that it'll get me there and I'll have less regrets along the way? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that was part of it I wanted to bring up too, because I had so many regrets. So that's the way I kind of like shifted it, if that makes sense. It's really interesting that you say that because I was literally having a conversation with somebody today about this exact same thing. And um, he was saying that it's really, like I I tend to coach a lot of men, which is really interesting. I mean, I don't think it really matters, but you know, most people are geared towards like one specific gender and I'm just like hi I will help you <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what I mean all good um anyways so I was talking to him today and he sent me a message and he was like I just have like so many regrets from how much time I've wasted in my life mm-hmm. and I was thinking about this and I've been thinking about it all day today so it's just so crazy that you literally bring up the same thing um and it's kind of like you didn't have the perspective then that you do now. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't, what's important to you now wasn't important to you then. Maybe some things are, but not the way that you live your life now is different than before. And I mean, we don't know each other. Um, I don't know about your life and your past, but you know, at the end of the day, like it's about being able to accept all of those pieces for what they are and like how they happened. Because if they didn't happen that way, maybe you never would have had this realization. Do you know what I mean? And maybe you would have woken up in 40 years and been like, what the, what? Like, Mm -hmm. where did I just, yeah, you know? Yeah, Yeah. 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 and I think I, going off that, I feel like perspective is such, makes such a big difference because I've definitely made some bad decisions, but I don't regret them in a sense where I'm just like, you should have, like you said, you should have done this a different way, but it's like, how did I grow? How did I learn? Um, And I feel like some of those bad decisions put me in a different direction than where I probably would have ended up. So it's being able to reflect and, you know, kind of see that perspective of like, all right, this was a really, really stupid decision, Iman, (laughs) but um, look at where you're at now. Exactly. Um, So I think, yeah, sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for how much we have overcome um, and I know I've known Selena for a while so I'm like she's she's you know I know we don't we're our worst critics sometimes but I'm mm-hmm. like I feel like you've done you've done well for yourself Aww, <laughs> Give you a pat on the back <laughs> I love this <laughs> that's awesome I, know. <laughs> I love it thank you mm-hmm. um so switching gears a little bit 
what is something you hope people say about you when you're not in the room? I, oh, I love that question. And honestly, I had never really thought about it before. Um, I honestly hope that people would say that I'm kind and that I'm accepting and that, um, that, yeah, I would say like kind and accepting are two things that um, are both really, really important for me because you never know what someone has experienced. You don't know people's past. You don't know, you know, people's traumas, what hurt somebody like you don't know. And so, I mean, I live by this one saying, and I don't even know where it came from. Like I may have made it up. I may have read it somewhere. I honestly don't remember, but it's essentially, it's like always leave people a little better than you found them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how can you extend that? So I really hope that people would say that, you know, I'm a kind person, I think um, would be really nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. awesome. yeah. And I guess you talked a little bit about it um, earlier, but we talked, the whole part of the podcast is redefining success and what success means for each individual person. So for you, what is success and when are you kind of at your happiest place? You know what? It's so funny because I used to think that success was like um, a specific amount of money that I've made per year or, um, you know, a, attaining a certain level of like position in a job that I was in um, or all of that kind of stuff. And then as I continued to like learn and grow, I really sort of redefined what success means for myself. And I would say now that success is inner peace. And what I mean by that is being very at peace with your decisions, um, being at peace with what you allow into your space versus what you, what you're putting boundaries around. Um, you know, it's, it's not all about what you do. It's about why you do it. And so I think that you know, success looks different for everybody and being able to accept that success looks different for everyone. But for me, it really comes down to this idea of inner peace and like inner acceptance. Like when you can feel at home with yourself, I feel like you've like you've made it, you know what I mean? Because there's so many people who never get to feel what that feels like. Um, even if it's a temporary feeling, because I have good days, I have bad days. I have, you know, days where I feel terrible about myself or, or I don't feel good enough. And it's just part of the journey. It's part of the process. Right. But when you take the significance of like success of like, of what you are versus who you are, like who you are is so important because who you are will get you what you want to where you want to go um but when you can show up as like your full self all the time and be just very um like empowered and at peace with who you are that would be success for me yeah mm -hmm. i love like um at home with yourself yeah i've never heard it put that way i love that yeah i was gonna say mm -hmm. i feel like that's the first definition i've heard like that and i love it mm -hmm. i love that i yeah. love that that's really good um, not that you need me to tell you that it's good, but, I, <laughs> but like, I like the validation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like, like people ahead, please don't remember. I'm like, okay, it's good. It's good. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and this is a little different too, but like they say your inner circle is important. What qualities do people have to have to be in your inner circle? 
Ooh, I love that. Okay, so now my with the qualities. Okay, I think the biggest quality is um, acceptance acceptance of other people of who they are how they are how they're feeling why they're feeling that way what they're interested in why they're interested in it um i think another thing would be humor like being able to laugh being able to like enjoy and like joke around um i would say though oh my gosh like i just feel like acceptance is just such a big one you know mm -hmm. and I just, I don't have space in like my life anymore for the gossipy people or people who like are just like wanting to talk negative all the time or talk about other people and this and that. And it's like, sometimes people got to go, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. just don't like, you know, so, and it's sad, it's, it's hard, but you know, kind of, it kind of just is, and it just happens that way. But yeah, I would definitely say just I don't know. Is that, I don't even know if that's a good answer. Like I'm kind of feeling like maybe it could be better, but I'm really thinking that like acceptance, because here's why, like in the year, like this last year has been a roller coaster of all of the different things that have happened. Well, 2020, not 2021, but even still into 2021, like still has been uh, a ride. Like, yeah. and so if you can't extend compassion and kindness and understanding and like learning new things and unlearning all of the things that maybe you like thought growing up being accepting of other people like I just honestly like the world needs more empathy like the world needs more kindness and all of that and I just I just think that it's so important mm -hmm. I have a follow-up question um did you when it comes to friends, so say one, say somebody in your inner circle, they are being like, um, they're not accepting, they're being super judgmental, they're being gossipy, but you know there's other sides to them, or maybe you don't know. What would make you say, what would make you keep a friend and call them out and versus you gotta go? Like I think I deal with this. like <laughs> <laughs> you kind of like you kind of took the words out of my mouth right there because. I honestly think the first step is even being able to call them out because mm -hmm. if you can't call them out, then you're just going to constantly sit there and be like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't want to talk yeah. to you. I don't want to talk to you, yeah. but you have to be able to call the person out of what it is that, you know, but then I also think like, it has to, it has to, the timing has to be right. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to think about like what the, the best timing is for, for that conversation to happen and to take place. Um, and you know just i think just being transparent about like listen like this is not like this is th these specific things made me feel this way i was upset when you said this 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 and i am like i just don't want to have that in my life anymore and so i just want to let you know and like kind of like falls in your court you know what i mean like if you want to change like you can make some changes but it's kind of about it's yeah about having that sort of like um conversation does yeah. that help? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I've, I'm just, I know in the last few years, a lot of my friends have called me out and I was really grateful for it. Mm. Instead of thinking it or talking behind my back or um, just cutting me off, you know? And I've cut people off too. And I was like, maybe I could have just said, hey, this isn't cool and yeah. everything could have been fine. <laughs> so I think about that a lot uh, recently. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was just curious, like, 
is that something we even think about now? Like, instead of just saying kaputs, is that the right word? Just like, no. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important sometimes and give people a chance. Like Mm -hmm. you you didn't even try. Maybe they didn't know that was something they were doing. And people, like I said, I've been lucky enough to have people call me out on stuff. It was like, I didn't even know I was doing that. And now that I'm Mm -hmm. aware of it, because we don't see ourselves on the outside. We're never, ever going to. No. So you have people who know you and care about you and they come, they're coming from a loving place and they're like, I gotta tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's so, so, so true. I love that you said that because if like, because you just said like you, you're grateful that other people gave you the opportunity to like realize and make and make and realize like what was happening. And you're like, Oh, now I can change this. Right. And if like on the flip side, like if you don't give that chance to somebody else, you don't give somebody else the chance to, you know, to do that either. And so, yeah, it totally, totally, totally makes perfect sense. And it comes back to that. And uh, I think that it's just, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What is, um, I guess, in terms of changing gears a little bit, but what is some advice that you would give to listeners that want to do something similar, starting a podcast, um, maybe going into life coaching? What's some advice that you would give? I love that question. I would say, if you want to do something in your life, just do it. And I know it sounds like such a simple answer and it's like, okay, Simona, like, yes, just do it. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. It's like, why not do it? You know what I mean? Like you have nothing to lose by trying, you know, and any type of failure is just a redirection into where you're meant to go, but you'll never know your true potential or like tap into all the gifts that you don't even know that you have. If you don't give your chance, if you don't give yourself the chance to start. Mm -hmm. So if you give yourself the chance to start, um, you know, if I look back, like, did I think two years ago that I would have two businesses by starting a podcast? No way. Like never, I never would have envisioned that for myself. Um, but once you just start and take some action towards it, like it can feel overwhelming. It can, there's so many different things to learn. So if the overwhelm is what's getting you down, or if the overwhelm is what's making you not start, find ways that you can get help. Even just ask questions, like send me a message, send me a DM. If you're wanting to go into life coaching or podcasting, my DMs are always open. You can send me a message, send me an email. I'm happy to chat with you through it. You know what I mean? Because we all need someone to help us. Like I didn't get where I am by myself. It's all about community, right? It's all about Mm -hmm. community and supporting each other and building friends in the space that you want to be in. Yeah. Um, And then with like with success in our society and like everyone's like, um, I did this, I did that, but they never talk about like the, the small steps in the day to day. Like, what were you doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? So like for you, what's a routine or something that you can give, um, our listeners or, or, or us, the, um, <laughs> <laughs> something, um, tangible to be able to manage, um, these businesses and, and like just managing our time. And like, what do you just do from day to day? I love that. Um, so I would first say, think about like, what are your goals in terms of if it's a business or if it's a podcast, or if it's a different entrepreneurial venture that you're going into, whatever, think about like what your goal is for that particular thing. Um, and then figure out, I have like a whole like goal planning thing that I, that I do and like, what have you, but in any case, um, think about, 
how do your tasks for the week like support where you want to go and like your growth so for example like my biggest challenge is like exercising I used to go to the gym all the time the gym hasn't been open since March so like I have a really hard time exercising so what did I do I decided to create a morning routine that allowed me to accomplish all of the things that I know are good for me but I never make time for because quote unquote I'm too busy Mm -hmm. so I wake up in the morning and I uh, do a meditation I do a workout and then I do um like a live series on my Instagram every single morning at 9am Eastern time. And by having that 9am Eastern time commitment to the people who are hopping on my live, then I'm, um, you know, then I'm being accountable to somebody else as well. And then you kind of have to show up. Right. But you know, I'm, I know I'm not going to be my best self and I'm not going to bring my best foot forward if I don't do my meditation. And if I don't do my workout, because then I'm just going to feel sluggish all day. I'm just going to feel like garbage. So it's like, why would I not do that? You know what I mean? And then in terms of like structuring my day. So, um, I think about, I first look at like the projects that I need to get done in the week, um, for my business, like for my coaching business. And then I also look at what do my clients need this week from my, uh, podcast production business. And I block in the time to do like the bigger tasks. So if I know I'm going to need three hours to edit one particular podcast, I start blocking it in so that there's enough time for them to receive it on their end. Right. So it's about like, I'm a huge fan of like time blocking chunks of time so that you have dedicated space that you know that nothing else is going to come in that space. I even like, this doesn't sound crazy, but when I was working um, in corporate, I even would time block like, okay, driving home, dinner, whatever, whatever, catch up with whoever into my calendar. And then I knew that like from eight o'clock, I'm like, okay, you know, and it's kind of like, you don't want to make it too structured and too routine, but at the same time, like, you know, time is such a precious resource. Cause I know me, if I don't do that, I'm going to watch Netflix all night. Then I'm going to kick myself the next day where I'm like, I have all this stuff that I need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I would say time blocking is key. Time blocking is really key. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Awesome. yeah I like that advice and I feel like um because I have to do it all the time for my like I have we call it the diary where we time block everything so it's like why not time block the things that you enjoy as well so if it's catching up with a friend because I think sometimes when you're so busy um the at least for me I feel like some of the relationships kind of get pushed to the side or it's like mm-hmm. oh well, I have all these other things I need to do but mm-hmm. like you can block out 30 minutes to catch up with a friend or something like that exactly and like so like I, lo- I love to go for walks in the middle of the day like when it's sunny or whatever like or even in the evening and mm-hmm. I'm like you know what let me just use this time to like call a friend you know what I mean mm-hmm. so you know the other night I went for a walk for like two hours and I was talking wow. with one, or one hour and I was talking with one of my friends and it was an amazing conversation and it's like it's just like in those little moments like choosing to do something um differently that's gonna you know bring you joy because ultimately at the end of the day like life is meant to be enjoyed. You know what I mean? You're meant mm-hmm. to enjoy your time. You're meant to enjoy the things that you do every single day. Um, so if you're not enjoying it, then kind of what's the point? You know what I mean? Well, I think we're winding down. That went so fast. I, mean, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That was a quick hour. Do you guys have anything else? Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Hmm. I would say if I could give any advice to the listeners to take into your day every single day is uh, like I said before, leave people a little better than you found them. How can you extend mm-hmm. kindness? How can you be more grateful? How can you, you know, show gratitude to people? How can you just be more present? You know what I mean? Like if you're talking to mm-hmm. your significant other or a friend or a loved one, instead of just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like how can you just be more present in that moment? Because on the receiving end of someone who appreciates your time, like a being with someone. Okay. Let me backtrack that. On the re- being on the receiving end of someone being really present and appreciating the time that you're spending together feels so good because that person is like actually cares. You know what I mean? So I think in everything that you do, just extend your values, always be kind, be grateful and always leave people a little better than you found them. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. So good. Um, sorry, we had to end so abruptly. I didn't see that hour creeping up on us. <laughs> All good. Don't worry. <laughs> it did creep. <laughs> it was just such a great conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went by fast. Love this. Mm-hmm. This was awesome. So we're going to close you. out. Sorry. And I want to make sure I'm saying your name right. I know we asked about your last name, but let's talk about your first name. Simona. <laughs> Simona. Simona. <laughs> I love that name too. It's Thank so pretty. You. Thank wanna- you. That's how I was going to say it, but I didn't want to assume he makes it, you know what? So uh, (laughs) thank you, Simona, for sharing your time with us and inspiring our listeners to redefine success for themselves. Remember, you can find Simona at, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Simona, two underscores Costantini. It's a long one. So good luck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and my website is simonacostantini.com. And uh, honestly, all my links are on my Instagram though. So once you go there, then you can get my podcast. It's called the Happiness Happens Podcast. And yeah, you can get my podcast. You can get um, YouTube and my Facebook group and all the other fun things. So yeah. And it'll be okay. in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So check the show notes, everybody, YouTube and on Apple and all that. You'll see how to spell it. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, Thank you so much for having me on today. Of this course. Of course. And of course, um, thank you, listeners. We could not do this without you. Remember to hit like, comment, and share this episode. Please leave a review. We always love your feedback. Um, and remember to subscribe at You Plus Happy Podcast, which is on YouTube and Instagram at You Plus Happy. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. And we ask our guests to say our tagline, which is very long, but here it comes. It is very long. (laughs) All right. Get ready. It's like a game show. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's the prize? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We'll show you our definition of success if you show us yours. We'll show you our definition... Our definition of success, if you show us yours.
Hey! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you got it on the first try. <laughs> Amazing! Awesome. So it's been so great having you on. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It was so, so, so mm -hmm. awesome being on and chatting with you both and meeting you. And thank yeah. you again so much for the invite. I'm really grateful. So thank you. Of course. Yes, thank you for being here. It was a pleasure. Amazing. Thank, thank you.